Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Recorded live. They cut Anne off. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, welcome to Prayer Warriors Needed because Prayer Warriors are needed. And um, we're just so happy to have you join us tonight. We're doing a prayer and Bible study. We're looking at biblical kings and queens. And we um, ask that you join us for fasting and praying Tuesdays, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m for the retaking of this earth from demon forces. And um, look on your invite, have some important information, and uh, ask that you uh, take a look. And some of the, um, I give some Bible study resources. I had a Bible Institute before it was sabotaged, and we did a lot of things. We did ministry training, spiritual wickedness, in high places, ministry training. We did uh, conquering spiritual warfare. Who is the Holy Spirit? Why did he come? Praying scriptures for peace when the devil attacks. And turning demonic attacks into opportunity to grow in God. Some awesome studies, and we just give God the praise and the glory that we have the privilege of prayer, the privilege to grow in God. We know that what the devil meant for bad, God will and can use for good. So, God, we just thank you, Heavenly Father, that you brought us through another week and that we're here in the land of the living, giving you all the honor, the praise, and exalting your name. God, we just thank you. We exalt you. We magnify your name. We glorify your name. And we thank you, God, for the spirit of enlightenment that we are not deceived to uh, fall for the schemes of the devil. God, we just give you all the praise and glory. And we just pray, God, for the people that are being fooled. And uh, I was looking at some of my papers and people in countries, they have them thinking they're doing yoga just to give praise to an entity outside of the Most High God. That's just sick to give praise to anything other than the creator of the land. Anne, you're in? Okay, go. So, God, we ask you to bless my sister Anne, who's having some issues with calling in, and, and her phone is carrying on. We bind up that spirit right there in the name of Jesus, and we ask you, God, to let her be able to enjoy the prayer meeting and benefit from its teachings and uh, be inspired and encouraged. And we ask you, God, to shield her because that's some demon she really has on her. We come against that spirit of radiation. We come against that spirit of targeting her veins and her muscles and putting her in a total state of tormentation. And at the in the hospital as a 
Frankenstein exhibit and these demons are behind this nonsense. God, we know that you are in charge of everything on this earth. And God, according to your timing and according to your will, we know that these sick programs, these man-made disastrous programs, eugenic programs will be shut down. And in addition to the man-made eugenic programs, man-made disaster programs, every man-made entity that would make a demon think that they have to do all this work for Satan on this earth to maintain power, we come against it through the blood of Jesus Christ because you have to be really sick to just want to have that type of power. And it's also indicative of what messing with dark forces would do. It leads to, you know, criminal insanity. It leads to uh, beyond in he, just, just some inhumane stuff. So, God, though, we just thank you and we praise you. We exalt you. We magnify your name. We know that we're covered by the blood. We know that things are turning. And we're just going to do what the word of God tells us is the gift, some of the gifts of the fruits of the Holy Spirit, some of the gifts of the Holy Spirit, and one of those is called patience. Patience is listed under long suffering. God doesn't want us suffering. Suffering means just being patient, letting God do, fighting that battle, and us lining up to the assignment he put us on this earth for. We thank you, God, for chance after chance you continue to give us. God, we just ask you to direct our steps, direct our path. Give us a spirit, God, of complete surrender. I just thank you, God, for the improvements I see spiritually in my life and many of our lives. And I know that ultimately we will be able to exemplify the supernatural powers that you've given us by doing great things on this earth. And like Jesus said, you expect greater things. But in the meantime and in between time, God, we just thank you for this thing called mercy and grace that you've extended to us that we don't, that we do not even deserve. But you've been faithful, God, and we thank you and we honor you and we praise you. And we know, God, that every demon working against you, a plan of peace, love, joy, happiness for mankind will be settled with you, Heavenly Father, according to your will, because your word says vengeance is mine. So we pray, Heavenly Father, that you have a fiesta with all of those people that think they've usurped authority over your power, over the, our governance structures, uh, over this earth, over man. I bind that demon spirit, that usurpation demon spirit up in the name of Jesus. I come against it. I come against everything associated with uh, Usurping authority that is not there, simulated authority, fraudulent authority, deceptive authority, in the name of Jesus, Heavenly Father. God, I thank you that things are going to change and things are changing, and I give you all the praise. I give you the honor. I thank you, God, for the gift of longevity you gifted my mother with, and I ask you, God, to extend that gift to each and every one of us to be in our right mind, to cover us from head to toe in our elder years. I thank you, God, for praying mothers across the nation, across the land, elders that made sacrifices in their lives so that their children can benefit. 
because the word of God tells us, I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor their children begging bad. And had my mother not lived a life according to your will, only God knows where I may have been. I want to thank you, and I want to ask you, God, to give us each the courage and the stamina to do the same for the next generation, particularly those of us who have children. Heavenly Father, and have nieces and nephews, let us live a righteous life so that our children, our bloodlines can benefit from the sacrifices we made. It's hard to pull from all of these flashy things in the world, and but I know that everything is in accordance to your will, God, and you put these things here for us to enjoy in moderation. Let us live a life according to your will, God that our children and our children's children will benefit, will reap the benefits of our work in the kingdom of God, work in honor to bring you honor and praise. God, we just thank you for being awesome. God, we thank you for being just sovereign. We thank you, God. We thank you, God. We honor you. We praise you. We magnify your name. In fact, we thank you for the many beautiful names, uh, that we have uh, that cover some of your greatness, some of the things, uh, some of the words to describe you. Someone sent me this awesome list, and I'd like to share it. Have you praised God today? Just call these names and don't stop. Wonderful Counselor, and Wonderful Counselor, Prince of Peace, Eternal Rock of Ages, King of glory, mighty God, King of kings, Lord of lords, Lord of hosts, lily of the valley, healer, deliverer, provider, creator, potter, day star, cornerstone, prophet of prophets, savior, I am that I am, wisdom of God, head of the church, governor, righteous judge, protector, rock offense, shield, Merciful God, gracious God, faithful God, giver, victorious in holiness, consuming fire, El Elyon, Jehovah El Jehovah Shema, Jehovah Shalom, El Olam, defender, redeemer, comforter, trinity and counsel, instructor, teacher, inspirer, reminder, invincible God, hope of glory, lion of Judah, Man of war, Lamb of God, sustainer, convincer, light of the world, restorer, silencer, stiller of storms. Mm. Stiller of storms, my God. Mm. Proclaimer, father of the fatherless, husband of the widow, smith of heaven, the way, the truth, the life, bread of life, breadwinner, champion of champions, winner of winners, composer, author, finisher, glorious in holiness, fearful in praises, sleepless God, ancient of days, ageless God, eternal God, excellent God, powerful God, leader of leaders, chief inventor, compassionate God, commander and chief of heavenly hosts, worthy king, overseer, Praiseworthy God, helper, richer than the richest, older than the oldest, trustworthy God, arranger, master builder, master planner, master minder, arrester, relentless God, voice of hope, beautiful God, Alpha and Omega, game changer, 
our refuge, our fortress, our buckler, our banner, strong tower, unchanging changer, all in all, pillar of our lives, the firstborn, lamb that was slain, the glory and lift of our heads, the word of God, our advocate, our high priest, bishop of our souls, high and lofty one, almighty, our best friend, on-time God, Lion of Judah, omnipotent, omnipresent, omniscient, consuming fire, the beginning and the end, living water, unquenchable fire, awesome God, I salute your excellency, battle stopper, unquestionable God, Jehovah Shekinu, mighty one in battle, glorious in holiness, fearful in praises, mighty man of the law, miracle worker, rock of ages, merciful God. Advocate, always doing wonders, amen and hallelujah. Answers to prayers, intercessor, interceptor. There's no one like him to be, to him be the glory forever. May God bless all those who will read these wonderful names of God and bless them. And, uh, you know, just always give praises to the many magnificent ways to praise God. So, God, we just thank you for that. And um, we just give you all the honor and praise. Welcome, everyone. Hey, Miss Camille, I guess that's you. Nancy, good to see you. Camille, good to see you. Ann, good to see you. Talk to people, good to see you. And um, let's get to praying. Uh, Nancy, you want to pray? And then Camille. Camille, uh, are you working or are you going to join us? Hello? I don't know what's going on. Camille? Nancy? Yes, I can hear you, Miriam. Okay. Go ahead. You want to pray? I'll I'll try and reach you after. You want to pray, Nancy? Okay, sure. Uh, Father, we just come before you thanking you so much for this day that you've given us, Lord. Just lifting our voices to you, Lord. Just lifting our spirits to you, Father. Just thanking you for your awesomeness, Lord. Just uh, just lifting our palms, our hands, and our souls to you, Father, for being so almighty, just thanking you, Lord, for the things that we take for granted, for waking up, Father, for having the use of our limbs, Father, for being in our right minds, Father, for having our, our eyesight, Father, and all the wonderful and beautiful things that we can see that you have made and placed upon the earth, Father, all the things that show your, your miraculous, glory and your sovereignty and, and and your love, Father. We thank you so much for those things, Lord, that we we take for granted, Father. Right now we just we um ask for forgiveness of our sins, Lord, uh known and unknown sins, Father. Um commit omitted and committed sins, Father. Just just Father, just looking to you, Father, as the author and the finisher of our faith, Lord God. Thank you, Father, that we are not proud in our own eyes, Lord, but we are subject to you, Father, and that we work diligently, Father, to 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 be obedient to you, to be obedient to your word, Father, in the limit in our limited thinking, Lord, and limited ways that we know how, Father, just based on your word, Lord, not not in our own strength and not in our own might, Lord, because we know we can't do nothing apart from you, Father. Mm-hmm. Just to even make it through the day sometime, Father. To, to live a Christian, a Christ-like life, Father, can be very difficult. 
We look to you, Father. We thank you for being God. We thank you for the indwelling Holy Spirit that gives us the strength, that leads us and guides us, Father, just to bring all things to our remembrance, Father, those things that you said in your word, Lord, that helps us, Father, to set our, set our feet on a path, Father, and a, uh, and a path, Father, towards you. Thank you that your word is the lamp into our feet and the light into our path. We look to you, Father. We love you so much, Lord. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your grace, Father, that sustains us. Thank you so much, Lord, for your love. We love all, all mankind, Father. We pray and ask, target, ask a special blessing on targeted individuals, a special dose of the Holy Spirit on targeted individuals, Father, a special dose of the blood of Jesus on targeted individuals, Father. Thank you, Lord, that nothing escapes your sight, that you see all things. We love you and we say these things in the last name, Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Thank you. Um, Ann is having some problems. Ann, are you there? I know you want to pray because you called me back twice. Ann? Oh, boy. Ann. Yeah, you want uh, you want to pray? Let me let me get this thing off from you. Um, thank you, Nancy. That was awesome. Hold on, hold on, and and hold on. Go ahead. Okay, Father God in heaven, in Jesus Christ's name, Father, I pray and thank you so much, Father, for allowing us the opportunity to get together this evening, this hour, Father. Thank you so much, Father, for my prayer warriors who are so, so uh, diligent and determined and, and faithful, Father, to the calls that we are, we are constantly given and the opportunity we get to be together, to praise you, Father, to praise you in your name, Father, and to always call on each other, uh, follow forth and keep proceeding forward in our assignment, Father. Forgive all of us, Father, for all of our sins and all of our transgressions, Father. But we beg and of you, Father, to continue to show us the way and continue to show us the light that we have stricken by you by the faith we have in you and our determination to follow you, Father. Father, bless my sister Miriam and, and her her family and friends, Father. Bless, bless Camille, Father, and her, her family and friends, Father. Bless Nancy and her family and friends. And bless all the prayer warriors, Father, all of those, even those who may not be on the line, but they follow, Father, bless them and their families and give them strength also to proceed on and continue to move forward, Father. Give us all strength, Father, and continue to fight this this fight, Father, for we know this fight is yours, but we continue to fight it in your name, Father. Please continue to guide us in Jesus Christ's name. We pray forever and ever. Amen. 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 Thank you. Okay. Amen. Well, oh wow, that noise is gone. Thank you, Camille, darling. Camille. Yes. Yes, I'm here. How are you? How are you, darling? You want to pray? Oh, okay. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm so sorry. I 
actually, I kind of, well, I'll explain it later, but, uh, yeah, I'll pray. Um, Dearly beloved Father in heaven, in the name of Jesus, I thank you so much for the opportunity to make it to the call tonight, Father. Um, It's always a blessing to be joined with sisters, Father, and... um, your scriptures say where two or more are gathered in your name, there you are. So I thank you so much for fellowship in you, Father. And I just pray, Father, I plead the blood of Jesus over each and every one of our lives, Father. I pray that our lives are in alignment, and if they're not, that we come into alignment with Jesus, Father with you and your kingdom, Father, where the devil has no grounds in any of our lives. And, Father, I give you all thanksgiving, honor, worship, praise, and glory in Jesus' name, Father. I pray for our hearts, our minds, our souls, and our bodies. I plead the blood of Jesus over each and every one of us, Father, as a shielding and as a protection against all of the attacks of the enemy, Father, and that those attacks will not be able to penetrate, Father. I declare war against this satanic and demonic attack, this eugenics program, Father, all of these electromagnetic uh, attacks, Father, the gang stalking, all of the harassment that we as targeted individuals go through, Father. I pray to you for each and every one of us, and I pray that if we don't know you, Father, if we don't know Jesus as the Messiah, as the Lord of our lives, Father, I pray to you, I cry out to you, I beseech you, Father, that we really come into submission to and for Jesus, for you and your kingdom, Father, and that we live righteous and holy and pure, that we abide in the vine, which is Jesus, and the vine abides in us, that we are transformed and changed by Jesus, Father, and for you, Most High, and the kingdom of heaven. I give you the honor, the worship, the praise, and the glory. And I specifically, Father, I plead the blood of Jesus over Miriam and her mom and her entire family, Father. Um, I thank you for continuing to protect them, allowing no harm to come to and near them, Father, even as, I don't know, a serious cough or cold try to uh, hamper them, Father. Uh, Your scriptures say in Psalm 107.20, he sent his word and healed them. Father, I thank you that they are healed by your word. They are healed by the precious blood of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Father. And I continue to pray that they remain whole and healthy and strong, Father. And I thank you so much for them, Father. And I just pray, Father. I pray for Anne and her family, Father, her mom, her children. I plead the blood of Jesus over Anne, Father. And that you just uh, use that blood of of Jesus as a shield of protection around her where none of these attacks can penetrate, Father. But you're the blood of Jesus and your arms, your wide arms, your protection protects her, Father, from any attacks of the enemy. 
And, Father, I give you the honor, the worship, the praise, and the glory. I pray for Nancy, Father, and her family, Father. I plead the blood of Jesus over them, Father. I pray for their protection, Father. I pray that no harm comes to and or near them, Father. And I thank you so much, Father. I pray for each and every targeted individual, each and every prayer warrior, those who are here, those who are not, Father. I pray that they hold on tight to Jesus, to you and your kingdom, Father, because that's where the deliverance lies. The deliverance does not lie in anything that's um, material, but it's all in the spirit, Father, and the spirit of Jesus, the spirit of you, your kingdom. That is what has power to deliver from this demonic, satanic um, agenda, Father. This is a spiritual war. This is a spiritual battle. That means we have to fight with spiritual armor. Mm-hmm. And the, that spiritual yep. armor is the armor of God. So I pray to you, Father, that we have that armor on always, Father. And with that armor, we win. And that's the bottom line. And I thank you. I give you all the honor, the worship, the praise, and the glory for our victory. I pray for it. I know Miriam has prayed about this before, about our patient, Father, because sometimes things can get so hard. And, Father, you know, it, the temptation can be to lose hope. But I pray, Father, that we just hang on tight. You know, I, the scriptures in uh, Ephesians 6 says, when we have done all to stand, then just stand. I continue to pray that we continue to stand, we continue to hang on, and we continue to, uh, you know, walk this out all the way to the finish line until we see that the victory is won. Uh, times are really interesting, Father. Um, Jesus is definitely coming back. Uh, your your timing, Father, uh, it's really close. I do believe it is close. I just pray that each and every one of us that we get our houses in order. I pray for our hearts, our minds, our souls, our bodies, and our lives in terms of uh, our relationship with Jesus. And I pray for a heart mm-hmm. that have the heart for souls being saved for your kingdom, you know. Uh, as the scripture saying, being snatched out of the depths of hell. Um, there are a lot of people who may not even know it or think it, but they're going, you know. And if we truly don't repent, we're not going to see you, Father. So I pray for our hearts, our minds, our souls, our bodies, our lives truly come into submission to and for Jesus and for you and your kingdom, Father. And uh, just to be obedient to your scriptures, Father, to live for Jesus, to uh, be sold out, Father, to not turn to the left or to the right, but to look to you. And even though times seem very daunting, Father, to know that you are almighty and all-powerful. You were the same God that was there when Job went through all this trial. And then as Job remained faithful, you delivered him. And I pray that as Job went through his trials and remained faithful, that as we go through our trials, we remain faithful. And that at the end of those trials, after, after the end of that whole test, 
that we see the deliverance as well. And I do believe we will. We win, Father. That's the name of the game. We win. We just need to walk it out. And I thank you so much for our victory, Father. I thank you for deliverance and breakthrough and triumph and overcoming. I thank you, Father, that as your scriptures say in Isaiah 54, 17, no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Every tongue that rises against us in judgment shall be condemned, say at the Lord. As your scriptures say, Father, we are more than conquerors through Christ who loves us. As your scriptures say in 1 John 4, 4, he who lives in me is greater than he who lives in this world. Father, I thank you so much. I thank you that I serve a God, I, you know, I, that where I can do all things. Christ who strengthens me. I thank you, Father, as your scriptures say, uh, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all things shall be added unto you. And as your scriptures say, Father, I pray for each and every one of us, as your scriptures say, to love the Lord our God with all of our heart, our minds, our soul, and our strength, and that we love our neighbors as ourselves. And, Father, I thank you so much for this time of prayer and of fellowship. I pray that as we go on in this fight, in this battle, Father, that we always remember, first and foremost, the battle belongs to you. You know, Father, you've been putting it in my mind and my heart lately. Uh, You know, the scriptures that say, um, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord, I will repay. Vengeance does not belong with us, Father, but it belongs with you. And I pray that we live righteous and holy and pure, that we see you show up in a mighty and powerful way because many of us need it, especially in terms of the attacks that we endure, Father. I cry out to you that you show up in a mighty and powerful way now and that you bring your mighty hand of judgment and justice upon those who outrightly just, uh, you know, they're just emboldened by their wickedness, Father. I pray that if they can be saved, that they will be. But if they choose not to, Father, your scriptures say the trap that they set for others, that they fall into it themselves, Father. So I pray that they see your mighty hand and that, Father, you're not joking. You are God of love. You are God of patience. You are God of justice, though. And your scriptures also say you are God of vengeance. So sin will be repaid, Father. I just pray that we continue to have faith and trust and hope in you, that you will continue to cover us, that we are covered by the blood of Jesus. And I pray to see that day of deliverance and that day when Jesus comes back and that we all hear well done, good and faithful servant, and that we will be on with you for eternity. I give you all thanksgiving, honor, worship, praise, and glory in Jesus' name, as I say, amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. That was beautiful. Amen. Yes, it was. Hey, Tazea, how are you, darling? Oh, my, just got in the house. <laughs> Oh, wow. Okay. I'm glad you made it. I'm glad. Welcome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're looking at um, 
Good. I got Nancy and um, Camille here. We're doing a, a little Bible study on King in the Bible. Hi, everybody. Hey, who's that? Hey, Kazam. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, Nancy and Camille, you there? Yes. Oh, maybe. yeah, I'm here. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Um, let me uh, let me. I'm going to give you a couple of um, scriptures. I'm going to ask you to look up. Okay. But let me let me tell you how. Let me read a little bit. Kings are influential in shaping the history of their nation. We're going to match each king with the proper statement about him. So I'm going to just read the king's names off, the things they did, and then I'll give the scriptures. Okay. okay. Just looking at these are the answers. Jeroboam, Ahaziah, Solomon, Darius, David, Hezekiah, Josiah, Saul, Nebuchadnezzar, Jerichine, am I saying it right? Jehoiakine, Jehoiachin, and Herod. All right, those are the names of the kings. These are the things we're going to have to match. One, of, I'm going to give the scriptures of these are the things we have to match that they did. This king built an altar asking that a plague end. All right, that's one king. This king, this king carried Judah and Jerusalem into exile. This king built the temple. This king reigned three months. Reigned three months. I think that Jehoshaphat was it, or Jeroboam. We're going to look it up. Okay. Reigned three months. This king had 15 years added to his life. This king had dried up. This king made a covenant before God. This king had youngest children of Bethlehem slain, had the youngest children of Bethlehem slain. This king fell through his upper chamber, and this king gave decree to rebuild the temple, and this king threw a javelin at David. All right. Um, Nancy, could you look up... Uh, I'll, I'll do the first one. Nancy, look up Second Kings, chapter one, verse two. Camille, Second Chronicles, chapter seven, verse eleven. Do you have a Bible, Tazaya? Do you want to part? Do you want to look up anything, Tazaya? Yeah, go I'm not going to. Huh? I'm just listening to y'all. No, I'm just listening to y'all. Okay. okay, no problem. Okay. How about you, Ann? Was... Ann, you want to participate? Ann? Okay, it looks like all right. I'm sorry, that was Second Chronicles what? Second uh, Chronicles 7, okay. 11. Okay. Nancy? Nancy, you there? Yes. Second Kings? Chapter 1, verse 2. Okay, I'm doing First Kings, uh, chapter 13, verse 4. I'm going to find out who this king is. First Kings, 
chapter 13, verse 4. Let's see. First Kings uh thirteen four. Thirteen. No, I'm not doing no, it's first Kings. First Kings thirteen. All right, so then it's verse four. Okay. All right, verse four says, And it came to pass oh, this is easy. When King Jeroboam heard the saying of the man of God, which had cried against the altar in Bethel, that he put forth his hand from the altar, saying, Lay hold on him and his hand, which he put forth against him, and dried up so that he could not pull it again to him. Oh, well, let's say Jeroboam. Jeroboam is the man. Let me read it again. And it came to pass, when King Jeroboam heard the saying of the man of God, which had cried against the altar in Bethel, that he put forth his hand from the altar, saying, Lay hold on him, and his hand which he put forth against him dried up, so that he could not pull it in again to him. All right, did he build an altar, asking to play again? No. Carried Judah and Jerusalem into exile? No. Built the temple? Right up against the altar in Bethlehem, he put his hand forth, saying, No. Rain three months, had 15 years added to his life. Oh, his hand dried up. Let's see. And it came to pass when King Jeroboam heard the saying of the man of God, which had cried against the altar in Bethlehem, that he put forth his hand from the altar, saying, Lay hold on him. And his hand, which was, which was put forth against him, dried up so that he could not pull it in again to him. So Jeroboam, 1 Kings 13, 4, his hand dries up. Okay. All righty. Uh, go ahead. Who, who was next? I think it was uh, Nancy. Yeah. So this, uh, king, this king got his hand dried up. Go ahead, Nancy. Yeah, 2 Kings 1, um, 2. Um, the subheading says the Lord's judgment on... Isaiah. Isaiah. After Ahab's death, Moab rebelled against Israel. Now Isaiah had fallen through the lattice of his upper room in Samaria and injured himself. So he sent messengers saying to them, Go and consult Beelzebub, the god of Ekron, to see if I will recover from the injury. And I believe Bells above is another name. It was one of Satan's names. Can you read this? it again, please? Yeah. I'll try in 2 Kings chapter 1, verse 2. Right now, 2 Kings chapter 1 only had one sentence, so I actually threw that in there. But anyway, it's 2 says, Now, Isaiah had fallen through the Lapis. And I was trying to find out what the definition of that is. I think that's something like a bathroom of his upper room in Samaria and injured himself. So he sent messengers saying to them, go and consult Beelzebub, the god of Ekron, to see if I will recover from this injury. Okay. All right, let's see. 
All right. Did this king build an altar asking that a plague end? No. Did he carry Judah and Jerusalem into exile? Did he build the temple? Did he reign for three months? Had 15 years added to his life? Did he make a covenant before God? Had younger children of Bethlehem slain? Fell through his upper chamber. Is that it? Set through his upper chamber? Yes, that that is that yeah. what he did? Yeah. That's that's it. His, that, yeah, he, he fell through. Right, he fell through his upper chamber. Okay, so that was Ah Ahaziah. A H A Z I A H. Excellent. So it fell through his upper chamber. Okay. Thank you, Nancy. The next one I need you to prepare for is Ezra six. Ezra 6, chapter 6, uh, verses 1 and 8. Ezra 6, chapters 1 and 8. Go ahead, Ms. Camille. So we have Ahaziah fell through his upper chamber. Okay. You said you asked me to read Second Chronicles 7, 11, right? Second Chronicles chapter 7, uh, right, verse 11, right. Okay. Because I think the answer is also in 12. So I'm going to read 11 and 12. Is that okay? Okay, sure. Okay. Uh, when Solomon had finished the temple of the Lord and the royal palace and had succeeded in carrying out all he had in mind to do in the temple of the Lord and in his own palace, that's 11, and 12 says, the Lord appeared to him at night and said, I have heard your prayer and have chosen this place for myself as a temple for sacrifices. Mm. One more time, please. Okay. Uh, when Solomon had finished the temple of the Lord and the royal palace, and had succeeded in carrying out all he had in mind to do in the temple of the Lord and in his own palace. One moment here. The Lord appeared to him at night and said, I have heard your prayer and have chosen this place for myself as a temple for sacrifices. Okay. All right. Thank you. Did that king build an altar asking a plague end? No. Carried Judah and Jerusalem into exile? No. Yeah. Built the temple? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Built the temple. I thought it was built. Okay. Built the temple. So Solomon in Second Chronicles 711, it was built the temple? That's what I think. That's what, that's what you read, right? Right, yeah. Right. He built the temple. Okay, great. All right, Camille, your next one, could you prepare for Samuel, Second Samuel 24-25? Okay. Second Samuel 24-25. Okay. And um, this is the temple. All right, I'm going to 
to uh, Right, I'm doing Second Chronicles. Second, uh, I'm doing Josiah. Second Chronicles. Second Chronicles. Uh, 34. Second Chronicles 34, verse 31. Let's take a look at what we can. Josiah is the king. Second Chronicles thirty four thirty one tells us he gave me the around to the NIV. Josiah is the king. Second Chronicles thirty four chapter thirty four verse thirty one says here we go. Um the king stood by his pillar and renewed the covenant in the presence of the Lord to follow the Lord and keep his commands, statutes, and decrees with all his heart and all his soul, and to obey the words of the covenant written in his book. Okay, so this is King Josiah. And it says that King Josiah... The king stood by his pillar and renewed the covenant in the presence of the Lord to follow to follow the Lord and keep his commands, his statutes and decrees with all his heart and all his soul, and to obey the words of the covenant written in his book. Here are the choices. Did King Josiah build an altar asking that a plague end? No. Did he carry Judah and Jerusalem into exile? No. Did he reign for three months? No. Did he have 15 years added to his life? No. Did he make a covenant before the Lord? Yes. That is Josiah. The answer is made a covenant before the Lord. King Josiah, that is. Okay. Nancy. You're doing King Darius. Uh, yeah. I think you're doing Darius. Is that is that Darius and Ezra? Ezra six one eight. Uh, six Ezra six one says King Darius. Oh, the subheading says the decree of Darius. And it says King Darius then issued an order, and they searched in the archives stored in the treasury at Babylon. That's one, and then eight says. H says, moreover, I, I hereby decree what you are to do for these elders of the Jews in the construction of this house of God. So I think that's the one where he built it. Where, where he was? I think that's the one where he, he built the temple. That's what it sounds like, because verse 8, okay, again, verse 1 says, King Darius then issued an order, and they searched in the archives stored in the treasury at Babel. Then verse 8 says, Moreover, I hereby decree what you are to do for these elders of the Jews in the construction of this house of God. Okay. 
All right, well, we said already uh, Solomon built the temple, so that's not going to be it. But we have the answer here. Let me go through the choices. She's looking at King Darius. Did he build an altar? Did that say he built an altar asking that a plague end? No. Did it say he carried Judah and Jerusalem into exile? No. Did it say he reigned three months? No. Did it say he had 15 years added to his life? No. Did it say that he had younger children of Bethlehem slain? No. Did it say that he gave the decree to rebuild the temple? Yes. Yes. And that is the answer. Uh, So that was Darius gave decree to rebuild the temple. Excellent. Thank you. Um, Nancy, just one more for you to prepare for, and that is Saul, uh, King Saul you'll do, and that's 1 Samuel 18, verses 10 through 11. 1 Samuel 18, 10 through 11. And uh, go ahead, Miss Camille, you're doing uh, King David. Second Samuel twenty four twenty five. Correct. Okay. David built an altar to the Lord there and sacrificed burnt offerings and fellowship offerings. Then the Lord answered his prayer in behalf of the land, and the plague on Israel was stopped. Mm. One more time, please. David built an altar to the Lord there and sacrificed burnt offerings and fellowship offerings. Then the Lord answered his prayer in behalf of the land, and the plague on Israel was stopped. Excellent. Here were the answer keys. Did this king build an altar asking that a plague end? Yes. That is the answer. So that was King... um, King David. King David, excellent. Built an altar asking that the point excellent. Okay. Okay. Um, all right, so that was King David. Uh, so, Nancy, you're doing 2 Kings 20, right? No, you gave me 1 Samuel 18, 10, and 11. Oh, first Samuel. Okay, so you're doing um, Camille. You're doing Second Chronicles. No, we did that already. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going backwards now. Okay, right. Okay, so Nancy, you got Saul, right? First Samuel. Which one I gave you? I'm sorry. Yeah, first first Samuel eighteen ten and eleven and the second. Okay, <laughs> yes, that that's Saul. All right, um, Camille, could you do Nebuchadnezzar? Sure. First Chronicles six fifteen. I think I know which one Nebuchadnezzar is already. Oh, okay. Yeah, what is that? First Chronicles, did you say? First Chronicles, yeah, six, chapter six, verse fifteen. Go ahead, okay. Nancy. For Nancy's going to do Saul, and then you can do uh, Nebuchadnezzar, and then I'm okay. going to do Joe Joe Hiken. Oh, go ahead, Nancy. Saul. First Samuel eighteen ten through eleven. Okay, the subheading says Saul's jealousy of David. 
It says what? The subheading is Saul's jealousy of David. Fall jealousy? What's the first word? Saul's jealousy. Oh, Saul's. Okay, yeah, Saul's jealousy of David. Okay, all right. Yes. Yes. It says, the next day an evil spirit from God came forcefully upon Saul. He was prophesying in his house while David was playing the harp, as he usually did. Saul had a spear in his hand, and he hurled it, saying to himself, I'll, I'll pin David to the wall. But but David deluded him twice. But David what him? Deluded him. Eluded, dodged, eluded him. Oh. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. All right. You want to just read that one more time, please? Okay. Uh, all right. All right. Uh, okay. The next day, an evil spirit from God came forcefully upon Saul. He was prophesying in his house while David was playing the harp as he usually did. Saul had a spear in his hand, and he hurled it, saying to himself, I'll pin David to the wall. But David eluded him twice. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. So this king carried Judah and Jerusalem into exile? No. Reigned three months? No. Had 15 years added to his life? No. Had younger children of Bethlehem slain? No. Threw a javelin at David? Yes. Yes, right? Yes, he threw the javelin at David. Uh Uh-huh, yes. Okay, okay. And that was Saul, right? Right. Okay, excellent, excellent. Okay, Nebuchadnezzar, Camille, and then I'm going to do uh, Johanken, and there's one left, Nancy, Matthew 2.16, Herod. That'll be the last one for Kings. Matthew 2.16, Herod. Um, Camille? First Joe, Chronicles um, 6.15, did you say? Right, Nebuchadnezzar, King Nebuchadnezzar. Okay. okay. Josadic. Uh, was deported when the Lord sent Judah and Jerusalem into exile by the hand of Nebuchadnezzar. One more time, please. Josadic was deported when the Lord sent Judah and Jerusalem into exile by the hand of Nebuchadnezzar. Okay, so this, this king carried Judah and Jerusalem into exile? Yes. Yes, that is the answer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, that is the answer. Carrie Judah in Jerusalem, and that was uh, Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So um, I said I was going to do Joe Hyken, 2 Kings 24-8. I'm going to do, do that last one. All right. Second. Kings twenty four eight. The king is Jehoiakim, and is it Jehoiakim? Excuse me. And then Second Kings chapter twenty four verse 
8, which says, Jehoiakim was 18 years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem three months. His mother's name was Nehushra, daughter of Ellen Nathan. She was from Jerusalem. He did evil in the eyes of the Lord, just as his father had done. Oof. Again, Jehoiachin was 18 years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem three months. His mother's name was Nehushta, daughter of Elinath Nathan. She was from Jerusalem. He did evil in the eyes of the Lord, just as his father had done. Well, thank God he only got three months. Hmm. All right. Hmm. So, Joe Hyken, we have the two choices left. Rain three months. Right. Rain three months. Joe Hyken is going to be rain three months, and that's, yes. Now with our last one, Herod, Nancy, Herod is Matthew, King Herod, Matthew 2.16. Yeah. Are you there? Can you hear me? Yes, yes. Go ahead. You're going to read Matthew 2.16? Yes. It says, when Herod realized that he had been outwitted by the Magi, he was furious, and he gave orders to kill all the boys in Bethlehem and in its vicinity who were two years old and under, in accordance with the time he had learned from the Magi, in accordance with the time he had learned from the Magi. Mm, One more time, please. When Herod realized that he had been outwitted by the Magi, he was furious. And he gave orders to kill all the boys in Bethlehem and in and its vicinity who were two years old and under, in accordance with the time he had learned from the magic. So he oh, learned wow. from him from two from two years up to two years old. Yeah, two years old and under. He learned mm. from the magic, but when he learned that this guy had told him something false, he ordered him to kill those boys. Right, and so Herod, the answer's going, there's only one answer left, and that's had younger children of Bethlehem slain. And that is the answer. Let me go over our kings. We studied King Jeroboam, his hand dried up. We studied Ahaziah. Which one? Ahaziah. Oh, boy. I didn't draw a very good line. <laughs> oh, I should have put the letter Ahaziah's. Which one is this one? Ahaziah, okay, fell through his upper chamber. Solomon built the temple. Darius threw a javelin at David. David built an altar asking that a plague end. Was it Darius that threw the javelin at David? I thought it was Saul. Saul. No, Saul. 
Saul gave decree to rebuild the temple. No? Oh, okay. Okay. No, I, I, I'm sorry. Mm-mm. Okay. okay. Sorry. All right. David, David built an altar asking that a plague, and next time I'll just put the letter. What I did was put lines, and then now I've got to follow the lines. And the lines are not the uh, the best lines. All right, Josiah made a covenant before the Lord. Saul gave decree to rebuild a temple. Nebuchadnezzar carried Judah and Jerusalem into exile. Jo- Jehoiachin was the evil king that I just read about. And um, Jehoiachin, he only reigned for three months, thank goodness. And Herod had young, had younger, the youngest children of Bethlehem slain. Okay. Do you guys feel like doing queens real quick? There are 11 queens. Uh, Nancy Camille? Hello, uh, Miriam. Yeah, Miriam. Uh... Yes, can uh, you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I right. can hear yeah. you. Yeah, I have um, I have eleven queens. Do you feel up to doing it? I know it's two thirty. It's up to you. We could do it um Sunday or tonight. I just want to yeah. tell you that that um. Camille was right. It was Saul that threw the javelin at David. Saul didn't give the decree. I have Saul. He's the one that hurled the spear at David. It was Saul. That's what I thought. I wasn't. Was that that, women? Women, did I put the wrong line? Saul, I tell you, next time I put these lines. I have Saul gave decree to rebuild the temple. All right, I'll tell you, Saul, what do you have? Is It's First Samuel 18, verse 10 yeah. 11. Right, that was David and Saul, was Saul's jealousy of David when, he, right. when the evil awesome. spirit came upon him and he threw the spear. That that was Saul's jealous, jealousy of David. Well, how come this arrow goes to, oh, yeah, that doesn't sound right for Darius. Okay. Yeah, what I did was put lines and had to figure them out. What I will do for the queens, I will put the letters down because you you learn as you go along. And this is a book that was stolen from me. And I have I use I have my answer key, but I don't have the book. So I thank God I just made a Xerox copy. Um, but the Bible substantiates the answers. And if you if you reread it and that's the one, then that is the the one. Um, I should have put the letters down, so now I know. You want to do the queens real quick? Queens, like all people, are either good or bad. Match each queen with the correct statement about her. The queens are Mikkel, M-I-C-H-A-L, A-H-I-N-O-A-M, Ahinoam, Ahinoam. Another queen is Candace, Q 
Queen of Sheba, Abigail, Bathsheba, there's Queen Tepenis, Queen Esther, Queen Jezebel, Queen Maka, and Queen Vashti. I know I heard of Vashti before. Um, you guys with me? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Nancy, First Samuel, eighteen twenty-seven. Camille, First Samuel, fifteen fifty. Okay. And I'm gonna do now. First uh, Samuel eighteen twenty-seven is Queen Mickle, M-I-C-H-A-L. All right. First Samuel fifteen fifty is Queen Ahinoam, A-H-I-N-O-A-M. And I'm going to do Queen Candace in Acts eight twenty seven. And I will write the letters now so that doesn't happen again. Acts eight twenty seven outside. Um, oh you gave me that one. You gave me first Samuel. Right, I'm doing Acts eight. I'm doing Queen Candace. Acts eight verse twenty seven. Well, before I even do that, let me tell you all of these. We're matching Queen Mickle. Queen Ahanim, Queen Candace, Queen of Sheba, Abigail, Queen Bathsheba, Queen Tepenis, Queen Esther, Queen Jezebel, Queen Macha, and Queen Vashti. These are the things we're matching them with. This one, you, and you all have these in um, your, um, you know, in the um, text I sent you. If you open up the agenda. It'll say topic kings and queens. So, what was that? First Samuel fifteen fifty. Did you say? For you, First Samuel fifteen fifty. Yes, and that's Queen Ahinoam. Well, all right. I see First Samuel fifteen. It ends at thirty five. Excuse me. First Samuel fifteen fifty. 1550, okay. I don't know. Maybe I'm looking at something wrong. Sorry. Okay. These are the things they did. This queen risked her life for her people. This queen replaced by was replaced by Esther. This queen inquired about Solomon's saying. This queen removed from power because of idols. This queen is the queen of the Ethiopians. This queen who made Elijah flee. This queen was Saul's daughter. Saul's daughter married to David. This King David, this queen, King David saw her wash herself on a roof. This queen, she was a queen by marriage to Saul. One is the queen of Egypt. And this queen attended the anointing of David as king of Judah with Ahinoam. All right. My queen is Queen Candace. Acts eight twenty seven. In Acts eight twenty seven, 
I'm not seeing verse 50. Okay, I'll look first for Daniel. you. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'll, I'll look for you. Acts 8, 27. I almost got to the same thing. I was like, yo, this one just goes to 25. And they telling me here. Right. Um, Acts 8, 27. But I looked a little further and it, it's here. 27 is here. Okay. okay. 27 says, so he started out and on his way he met an Ethiopian eunuch. I remember that word. What's an eunuch? Anyone know? E-U-N-U-C-H? A eunuch? Mm-hmm. Eunuch, right. What is that again? A eunuch, a person who doesn't have sex, right? Like a... A man who has been castrated. That's what it says? Yeah. All right. So it says, so he started out, and on his way, he met an Ethiopian eunuch, an important official in charge of all the treasury of the Kandik, which means queen of the Ethiopians. This man had gone to Jerusalem to worship and on his way home was sitting in his chariot reading the book of Isaiah the prophet. The spirit told Philip, go to that chariot and stay near it. All right, so this one, it says, Queen of the Ethiopians. Let me read it again. I'm reading about Queen Candace in Acts 8.27. So he started out. And on his way, he met an Ethiopian eunuch, an important official in charge of all the treasury of the Kandak, which means queen of the Ethiopians. This man had gone to Jerusalem to worship. Was Candace the queen who risked her life for her people? No. Was she the one that was replaced by Esther? No. Inquired about Solomon's fame? No. Removed from power because of idols? No. She was queen of the Ethiopians, yes. All right. Oh, I didn't know that. Queen Candace was queen of the Ethiopians. Hmm. According to Acts 8.27, yes, queen of the Ethiopians. Queen. I would have said queen of the Ethiopians. You would have got me with uh, either um, Bathsheba or Queen of Sheba. Well, Nefertiti. I wonder why Nefertiti's not in here. Was Nefertiti not in the Bible? Anybody knows? Nefertiti. Was she was she BC? Before Christ? Nefertiti was an Egyptian queen and the great royal wife of Akhenaten, an Egyptian pharaoh. Nefertiti and her husband were known for a religious revolution in which they worshipped one god only, a ten or the sun disk. Together, Akhenaten and Nefertiti were responsible for the creation of a whole new monotheistic religion. Wow. Oh, I didn't know that. Nefertiti created a religion? Which changed the ways, which changed the ways of religion within Egypt. With her husband, she reigned at what was arguably the wealthiest period of ancient Egyptian history. 
Some scholars believe that Nefertiti ruled briefly as Nefertiri Uchan after her husband's death and before the accession of Tutankhamun, although his identification is a matter of ongoing debate. What does the Bible say about Queen Nefertiti? The queen of the South will rise up at the judgment with this generation and condemn it, for she came from the ends of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon and behold something greater than Solomon is here. That's Matthew twelve forty two. Um I don't know what these don't really say about Nefertiti. All right, I just wanted to know. I didn't really find anything. Okay, I, I, I guess Nefertiti's not really, uh, I'll, I'll look over more for her in the Bible. All right, so Queen uh, Candace was the queen of the Ethiopians. Go ahead, do Queen Mikkel, please. Uh, who was that, Nancy? Yeah. First Samuel eighteen twenty seven. Yeah. David and his men went out and killed 200 Philistines. He brought their foreskins and presented the full number to the king so that he might so that he might become the king's son in law. Then Saul gave him his daughter, Mikhail, in marriage. One more time, please. David and his men went out and killed two hundred Philistines. He brought their foreskins and presented the full number to the king so that he might become the king's son-in-law. Then Saul gave him his daughter, Mikhail, in marriage. Mm, Okay. All right, so did this queen risk her life for her people? No. Was she replaced by Esther? No. Was she inquired about Solomon's fame? No. Removed from power because of idols? No. Queen who made Elijah flee? No. Saul's daughter married to David? No. Was that? Oh. Let me read the rest then. King David saw her wash herself on a roof. Queen by marriage to Saul. Yeah, that's right. Saul's daughter given to David. Say that again. Saul's daughter given to David in marriage. Queen by marriage to Saul, then. Or no, no, she didn't of... marry Saul. Saul's daughter given in marriage. It was Saul's daughter. Saul gave his daughter to David. Okay, okay. Saul's daughter married to David. Okay, that's yeah. what it is. So that was Queen Mikkel. Yes. Saul's daughter married to David. Okay, excellent. All right, thank you. All right, Nancy, can you prepare? Um, Queen of Sheba, 1 Kings 10, chapter 10. I hope it's not long because I the script, the, uh, script, the verse didn't come in here. Um, all right. Um, 
Go ahead, Miss. I'll do Nancy. I'll do Queen of Sheba because I gotta look for that. You can do Queen Abigail, Nancy. Second Samuel two two. Second Samuel two two. I'm gonna do Queen of Sheba because I'm gonna have to look for that answer. First Kings ten. I'll do. Um, Nancy, go on and prepare. Second Samuel two two. Camille, you can prepare after this one. After you do this one. Second Samuel eleven one to three. Queen Bathsheba. Second Samuel eleven one to three Camille, Nancy Queen Abigail Second Samuel two two I'm gonna do Queen of Sheba First Kings ten. Go ahead Camille Queen Ahinoam. Camille. Yeah, I could I can't find that scripture though. That's what I was trying to tell you. Because it uh, only goes all the way up to 35. It doesn't go to 50. So you said that was First Samuel 15, 50? First Samuel. Would, would they go on this thing? First Samuel 15 and change this thing around? I don't know. Because uh, I'm showing where Samuel ends at verse 35. So I'm not. I wasn't able to find that scripture. Not unless, you no, know, it's you a different version. 35 is it. Maybe they, did they go in this and change it? Because it's, it's supposed to be 30. Saul replied, I have sinned. So please honor me before the elders of my people and before Israel come back with me so I may worship the Lord your God. And this was, uh, who was that? Queen Ahinoam? Ahinoam. What is the proper pronunciation? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> it sounds right to me. I don't know. I'm not that familiar with pronunciations of scripture. I'm not even familiar with the queen, so I don't know. I never heard of her either. Ahin Noam. Okay. Now, the thing is, I'm putting this, this name in search for Samuel 15. Why would it say first time I'm looking at it? First time is fifteen fifty. That's right. And I'm putting the name in A H I N. Nothing even in the find. Oh, maybe. All right, we'll come back to that. All right, we'll have to. We're going to see whatever's left. It's going to have to be uh, that, and then we'll then I'll do the research on the internet. On Queen Ahino, uh, uh, Ahino Ham. Now, is there anything else that starts with an S A M? Is that maybe it's Samson instead of Samuel? But we'll come back to that. Let's do. Um, I have Queen of Sheba, First Kings, ten, chapter ten. I I hope I don't have to do a whole bunch of reading. I gave you a different one, um, right, Camille? I gave you a different one. I'm doing first kings. First kings. And this is Queen of Sheba. The Queen of Sheba visits Solomon. I gave that to you, darling. Okay. Give me a little piece. 
I'm good. I'm good, Mom. Doing a Bible study. Um, Queen of Sheba. I'm not reading all of it. This goes to 26 verses. Queen of Sheba, First Kings 10. The Queen of Sheba visits Solomon. When the Queen of Sheba heard about the fame of Solomon and his relationship to the Lord, she came to test Solomon with hard questions. Arriving at Jerusalem with very great caravans with camels carrying spices, large quantities of gold and precious stones, she came to Solomon and talked with him about all that she had on her mind. Solomon answered all her questions. Nothing was too hard for the king to explain to her. When the Queen of Sheba saw all the wisdom of Solomon and the powers he had built, the food on his table, the seating of his officials, the attending servants in their robes, his cupbearers, and the burnt offerings he made at the temple of the Lord, she was overwhelmed. She said to the king, the report I heard in my own country about your achievements and your wisdom is true, but I did not believe these things until I came and saw with my own eyes. Indeed, not even half was told me. In wisdom and wealth, you have far exceeded the report I heard. How happy your people must be. How happy your officials who continually stand before you and hear your wisdom. Praise be to the Lord God who has delighted in you and placed you on the throne of Israel. Because of the Lord's eternal love for Israel, he has made you king to maintain justice and righteousness. Yeah. And she gave the king 120 talents of gold. Large quantities of spices and precious stones never again were so many spices brought in as those the queen of Sheba gave to King Solomon. Harem ships brought gold from Ophir, and from there they brought great cargoes of almond wood and precious stones. The king used the almond wood to make supports for the temple of the Lord and for the royal palace and to make harps and lyres for the musicians. So much almond wood has never been imported or seen since that day. King Solomon gave the Queen of Sheba all she desired and asked for besides what he had given her out of his royal bounty. Then she left and returned with her retinue to her own country. Let's see if I can answer it with just that. All right, Queen of Sheba, she risked her life for her people? No. Replaced by Esther? No. Inquired about Solomon's shame? Yes. Yes, inquired about inquired about time. I don't see why that was such a big deal, but let me see the rest. Removed from power because of idols? No. Queen who made Elijah flee? No. King David saw her wash herself on the roof? No. Queen by marriage to Saul? No. Queen of Egypt attended the anointing of David as king of Judah? No. We're going to go with, okay, Queen of Sheba is the one who inquired about, she was actually amazed with Solomon's saying. Okay, Queen of Sheba, and that is amazed about, inquired about Solomon's fame. All right. Um, Queen Abigail, I think that's you, Nancy, and then Bathsheba's you, Camille. Okay, so that's Second Samuel 2-2, two, two, right? Correct, Queen Abigail. Okay, so David went up there 
with his two wives, Ahinoam of Jeril and Abigail, the widow of Nabal of Carmel. That's it? And, and the, the subheading is David anointed king over Judah. And again, so it, two two says, so David went up there with his two wives, Ahinoam, Ahinoam of of uh, Jezreel and Abigail, the widow of Nabal of Carmel. Oh God. Okay. Oh God. All right. So Queen Abigail, she risked her life for her people. No, she was replaced by Esther. No, she re- was removed from power because of idols. No. Queen who made Elijah flee? No. The queen, King David, saw her wash herself on the roof? No. Queen by marriage to Saul? Queen of Egypt? She attended the anointing of David as king of Judah with Ahanam? Yes. Which one? Yes, that last one you read. Attended the anointing of David as king of Judah with Ahanam? Yes. Okay, so that is Queen Abigail. Queen Abigail attended the anointing of David as king of Judah with Ahanam. Ahanam. Okay, thank you. Camille, um, Nancy, one more. Can you just, uh, I think I have one more for you, Nancy. Queen Esther. Queen Esther's Esther 5, verse 8. I'm going to do over here, Jessica. Somebody's phone. Somebody's phone. Somebody's phone. Somebody's phone. Okay. Um, Camille, you're, you're next. We just did Abigail. Camille, you got Bathsheba. Camille? Hello? Camille? Yes. Can you hear me? Yeah, now I can. Bathsheba, Second Samuel eleven one to three. Okay. Uh, one moment here. Okay. Uh, in the spring, at the time when kings go off to war, David sent Joab out with the king's men and the whole Israelite army. They destroyed the Ammonites and besieged Rabbah. But David remained in Jerusalem. One evening, David got up from his bed and walked around on the roof of the palace. From the roof, he saw a woman bathing. The woman was very beautiful. And David sent someone to find out about her. The man said, she is Bathsheba, the daughter of Eliam and the wife of Uriah the Hittite. Mm, okay. Excellent. Um, she risked her life. Did this queen risk her life for her people? No. No. Was, no. Was she replaced by Esther? No. Was she removed from power because of idols? No. She was the queen who made Elijah flee? No. David saw her wash herself on the roof? Yes. That is it. Yes, it is. Okay. 
Yeah, King David saw her wash herself on a roof, and that was Bathsheba, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, so you're going to do, did I give you one? No. The last one you gave me was this one I just read. Okay, so Nancy, I gave you Esther, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you can do Tafines, Queen Tafines, Camille, T-A-H-P-E-N-E-S, Tafines, Tafines, Queen Tafines. That's First Kings 11, verse 19. First okay. Kings chapter 11, verse 19. I'm doing Jezebel. Let's take a look at Miss Jezebel. And Jezebel is First Kings 1631 and 191. Oh, they don't make me work. So Jezebel is First Kings 16. First Kings 16, and um, then I have to go to chapter verse 31, and then First Kings 19, verse 1. So let's see. First Kings 16:31 says, "16:31." He not only considered it trivial to commit the sins of Jeroboam, son of Nebat, but he also married Jezebel, daughter of Ethbaal, king of the Sidonians, and began to serve Baal and worship him. Mm. Oh, wow, no wonder Jezebel was so wicked. One more time. Um, this is uh, Jezebel, First Kings 16.31, uh, verse 31 says, He not only considered it trivial to commit the sins of Jeroboam, son of Nebat, but he also married Jezebel, daughter of Ethbaal, king of the Sidonians, and began to serve Baal and worship him. Mm. So. No, no. Uh, okay, go. All right. Okay, so Jezebel, did she risk her life for her people? No. Was she replaced by F? Oh, no, I got to read another one. Wait a minute. It had, it had two. First Kings 16.31 and then First Kings 19.1. Let me just read 19.1. See if it gives me a little more clarity. First Kings 19. First Kings 19.1, now Ahab told Jezebel everything Elijah had done and how he had killed all the prophets with the sword. So Jezebel sent the messenger to Elijah to say, may the gods deal with me, be it ever so severely, if by this time tomorrow I do not make it your life like that one of them. Now Ahab, again, now Ahab, told Jezebel everything Elijah had done and how he had killed all the prophets with the sword. All right, that's all they want me to say there. How he killed all the prophets with the sword. So let's see. Was Jezebel the one who risked her life for her people now, replaced by Esther? No. Removed from power because of idols? No. Queen who made Elijah flee. Now, Ahab told Jezebel everything that Elijah had done, and now he had killed all the prophets with the sword. I think that would be the queen who made Elijah flee. 
uh, or it would be queen by marriage to soul, soul, queen of Egypt. No, I'm going to say it's the queen who made Elijah flee. Okay, next. That is Jezebel. All right, so Nancy, I think you have Esther, and then yeah. um, and then Camille, you have uh, Tafina. Go ahead, Nancy. Yeah, Esther five eight. Um. If the king regards me with favor and it pleases the king to grant my petition and fulfill my request, let the king and Haman come tomorrow to the banquet. I will pre- to the banquet. I will prepare for them. Then I will answer the king's question. Oh, okay. One more time. If the king regards me with favor and it pleases the king to grant my petition and fulfill my request, let the king and Haman come tomorrow to the banquet. Come tomorrow to the banquet. I will prepare for them. Then I will answer the king's question. Okay. Was this queen, did this queen risk her life for people? Nancy? Well, not according to the scripture, but I think she was. Not according to the scripture, so let's keep going. All right, this was Esther. Risk of life for people. Was she replaced by Esther? No, this was Esther we're looking at. No. She was removed from power because of idols? No, not according to the scripture. Not in, you, I have... Uh, I have Esther 5, 8. Not according to the scripture we read. Right. So it has to be according to that scripture. Was she the queen by marriage to Saul? No. Was she the queen of Egypt? No. I think she's the one that risked her life for her people. Let me see. So she's, she's saying that she's going to ask the king to grant her request. Esther's request. I think, to, I, I think yeah. she is the one that risked her life for her people. You're right. Esther. Yeah, it just, it just says Esther's request. I'd have to go on a little further. But Esther and Esther five eight, it didn't say that. What did what did it no, say? No, Esther five. Esther five eight says if Esther came, chapter five. Wait a minute, chapter five, verse eight. Yeah. Okay, if go ahead. Just came, one more. Go ahead. Okay, if the king regards me with favor and it pleases the king to grant my petition and fulfill my request, let the king and Haman come tomorrow to the banquet. I will prepare for them. Then I will answer the king's question. Esther replied, my petition and my request is this. Yes. All right, so risk your life, risk your life for our people. Replaced by Esther. Let me see. Inquired about Solomon. Removed from power because of idols. Mm. So it says, up in verse, in verse 3, it says, Then the king asked, 
What is it, Queen Esther? What is your petition? Even up to half the kingdom, it will be given you. If it pleases the king, replied Esther, let the king, together with Haman, come to today to a banquet I will prepare. Bring Haman at once. So the king and Haman went. Haman's rage against Mordecai. Then I will answer the question. I'll start it and say, okay. But I, I think, I, I think we gave the wrong scripture because I think you're right. She had replaced her life, her life of people. She told the people. Um, she was related to Mordecai. Remember, wasn't she his niece? Or her? She was mm-hmm. Mordecai's uh, niece or something. So she wasn't a no. She wasn't queen by marriage at all. All right. So, um, which one you said it was? Risk her life for her people. I think it's Esther. All right. I'm gonna put a question mark on that. When we get at the end, we're gonna see what we have left. Uh, risk her life. But I think that's right. I remember studying Esther, and that's what she had done. All right, I did Jezebel. All right, um, Nancy, you want to prepare one more? First Kings fifteen thirteen, and that's Queen Mahacha. Okay. And and Camille, Camille, you with us? Yes. Esther one nineteen, Queen okay. Va- Vashti. Okay. We have First Kings fifteen thirteen, and then Esther one nineteen, Queen Vashti. Let's see what we find out. Mm-hmm. Whoever's ready can go first. And I know you guys are knocked out because I am. Okay, did you want me to read about Hapinas or whatever? Hapinas and First Kings eleven nineteen. Esther, what are you doing? Esther one nineteen. Yeah, you want me to do that, but you had me. You asked me before to read to read First Kings eleven nineteen. Uh, Queen Tapinas. Yeah, oh, you didn't do that one yet. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I thought we did that already. You know, I'm tired. Go ahead. First Kings 11, 19. That's fine. Pharaoh I'm... was so pleased. You're good. You're good. Pharaoh was so pleased with Hadad that he gave him a sister of his own wife, Queen Tapinas, in marriage. Mm. One more time, please. Pharaoh was so pleased with Hadad that he gave him a sister of his own wife, Queen Tapinas, in marriage. Okay, so that is um, that's what we have left. Replaced by Esther, removed from power because of idols, Queen of Egypt, Queen by marriage to Saul. Queen by marriage to Saul. No. Right. Yeah, that is. Right. That's Queen Tafini. Queen by marriage to Saul. Okay. 
Okay. All right. Go ahead, Miss Nancy. Okay. 1513. You're doing Queen Macha. Mahacha. Mahacha. First Kings 1513. And then, Camille, you've got Esther 119, and that's it, guys. That he even deposed his grandmother, Makah, from her position as queen mother because she had made a repulsive Asher pole. Asa cut the pole down and burned it in the Kidron Valley. One more time, please. He he even deposed his grandmother, Makah, from her position as queen mother because she had made a repulsive asher pole. Asa cut the pole down and burned it in the Kidron Valley. I think she was an idol worshiper. Oh, okay. Let me see. Removed from power because of idols? Replaced by Esther? Well, I I don't think she was replaced by Esther. It just says that she made a repulsive. So I think she was the idol worshiper. She made this repulsive ash, this pole, and they cut it down and burned it. Right. Okay. So that's going to be Queen Machete. Queen removed from power because of idols. Okay. Excellent. All right, Vashti, Queen's Vashti, Esther 119. I remember reading about Vashti. Go ahead. I don't remember much about her, but... Go ahead, Camille. Okay, one moment, please. Okay, therefore, it... Therefore, if it pleases the king... Let him issue a royal decree and let it be written in the laws of Persia and Media, which cannot be repealed, that Vashti is never again to enter the presence of King Xerxes. Also, let the king give her royal position to someone else who is better than she. Mm. Replaced by Esther. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, I'll read it one more time. Therefore, Esther 119, therefore, if it pleases the king, let him issue a royal decree and let it be written in the laws of Persia and Media, which cannot be repealed, that Vashti is never again to enter the presence of King Xerxes. Also, let the king give her royal position to someone else who was better than she, and that was uh, Esther, who replaced Vashti. Mm -hmm. Replaced by Esther, right. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, replaced by Esther. You know what we have open here? Um, Queen of Egypt. Let me just put on the internet. Queen of Egypt. 
queen of Egypt, we're going to have, we have a queen of Ethiopia, Ethiopian, who was Candace. But, um, um, Queen of Egypt says Nefertiti, but they didn't tell us nothing about Nefertiti. Queen of Egypt, it says Nefertiti, also called Nefertiren, Queen of Egypt and wife of King Anatan, who played a prominent role in the cult of the sun god known as the time. But they didn't say nothing. All right. Let me tell you what I have. I have Queen... Queen Michal, M-I-C-H-A-L. She was Saul's daughter, married to David. We, we, uh, Ahinoam, that's who we had a problem with. I never found, because it's 1550. Let me put this in. Is Ahinoam another word for Nefertiti? No. Let's see. A-H-I. N O A M Ahinoam Bible Jewish Woman Archive. Ahinoam said to come from Jezre is King David's wife and the mother of his eldest son Amnon. All references to her occur with a close literary process. So the man said to come from Jezreel is King David's wife. Let me go here. And Hanahem is a Hebrew name literally meaning brother of pleasantness, thus meaning pleasant. There are two references in the Bible to people who bear that name. A daughter of Ahimez who became a wife of Saul and the mother of his four sons and two daughters, one whom is Michal. And we did, Michal we said was seven, Saul's daughter, married to David. Okay, so we are here. Okay. David The daughter of Amahim became a wife of Saul. Saul's daughter. I'm all mixed up. And Ahinom, a woman from Jezreel who became David's first wife. After he fled from Saul, after he fled from Saul, leaving Michal, his first ever wife behind, and the mother of Amnon, David's firstborn. All right, it's so late. We'll, we'll, we'll um, I'll go further into it Sunday, I guess. All right, let me just go through. So, Queen Candace is queen of like queen candace they said was queen of the ethiopian I mean, of the ethiopians queen of sheba was the one who inquired about solomon's fame she was more intrigued with his fame queen abigail attended the anointing of david as king of judah with ah ahana ahino ahinoam 
All right, Queen Bathsheba is King David. King David saw her wash herself on the roof. Queen Tuffinis, um was queen by marriage to Saul. Queen Esther risked her life for her people. Queen Jezebel. Queen who made no wait I didn't write that no queen no let me skip oh God it's nothing like being you made that man flee or something okay I wasn't six queen who made Elijah flee okay queen Maaka uh queen Maaka we said removed from power because of idols. And Queen Vashti replaced replaced by Esther. Okay. Now, it still bothers me here. And you have these sheets in your, um, you know, like I said in your text. We have Queen of Egypt. And it doesn't say it was Ahinoam. When I put Queen of Egypt, it says Nefertiti. And Nefertiti was not one of these choices. Maybe maybe it went to another page. I don't I don't think so. But yeah, one of the choices here is Queen of Egypt. And when I put Queen of Egypt, you know, even if Ahinoam had came up, I would feel better. But uh, let's put, I'm going to put biblical queen of, queen of heaven. Oh, queen of Sheba. Queen of Sheba was the queen of Egypt. We put queen of Sheba number three that she inquired about Solomon's fame. But she did. She was intrigued with Solomon's fame. Under I put biblical queen of Egypt. And it came up with Queen of Sheba. The Queen of Sheba is a biblical figure. The tale of her visit to King Solomon has undergone extensive Jewish, Arabian, Ethiopian elaboration. I don't know. Uh, it, it looks like Queen. They're trying to say Queen uh, Queen of Sheba. I mean. I, I I will do more study on it, but Queen of Sheba, they have for Queen of Egypt. I believe Queen of Egypt was Nefertiti. Queen of Sheba here, I have number three, which says inquired about Solomon's fame. And that was in Queen of Sheba, 1 Kings 10. Okay, I'm not going to let you drive me crazy. Queen of Sheba first, yeah. 
All right, darling. You guys have been great. I'm going to just say, well, mother's still up. I'm going to have to do a closing prayer. Mm-hmm. You do a closing prayer, Ma? Mm-hmm. Close the prayer means. You want to close it? And I'm not finished yet. Go ahead and say a prayer, baby. That's all right. I'm going to take the for In the name of Jesus, we come before thee to thank you for another chance of the excellent work of the Bible. We thank you, Jesus, for teaching us daily. Help us to understand. And when we understand the story of Jesus, we could compare it to our lives also. We glorify you. We thank you for the enlightenment that you give us every day. Bless us individually and collectively. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, God. May God bless each and every one of us. Have a blessed week. And, you know, a blessed weekend, first and foremost. And um, I just thank you guys for your diligence and thirst and quest. And as we learned more, a little more about these queens and uh, kings. And um, I'm going to get my hardcover books because I I guess they could change everything. And God's letting letting me see this. But um, anyone does a little more research on the biblical queen. So, I mean, the biblical queen of Egypt is Queen of Sheba, but outside of the biblical, the queen of Egypt is Nefertiti. That's not right. I'm going to have to look into that more. But it sounds like some brainwashing that they do because Queen of Sheba was, you know, um, It looks like they just took the the queening from Nefertiti and gave it to Queen of Sheba, but I'll look more into that. Any questions, guys? Not for me. I'm sleepy. I'm going to bed. I know, I know, I know. It's, um, y'all, and you you three hours ahead of me. It's 3.30 over here. So, Camille, it's 2.30 where you're at, and Nancy, you acting like you sleepy. Uh, It's, what, 12.30 there? Yeah, twelve fifteen. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm not getting. Ready. I'm not getting. Ready to go. I'm tired, but I'm actually getting ready, fixing a cup of coffee. And I was gonna make make another call. What coffee isn't that gonna keep you up? Probably. I'm just gonna make a cup of coffee and and call this. You know, my girlfriend, my friend from Texas. You know, my oh, friend Jackie. Jackie. No, my grand, my the friend of mine, the her girls just left. They just went to. Remember my friend that was here? The one I've been oh, on oh, almost 30 oh, I, oh, I mean, She's from Texas? Well, she's not from Texas, but she's down there working. Oh, where's she at in Dallas? No, uh, right outside Houston, a little town, Spring or something. And she said she likes it? I mean, well, she's from Texarkana, so she she used to Texas. She's from Texarkana, Texas. She's what? Well, we went to grad school together in Atlanta. I've been, yeah, she's, I've been knowing her for about 30 years or more. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm sitting here falling asleep, too. All right. God bless you guys. Sleep with God and the angels. Camille, you okay, there? Okay, good night. Good night, Nancy. Good night. I'm here. Good night, Camille. Good night. Thank you.
Good night. Good night, Ann. Is Ann still here to Zaya? People have they don't fell asleep. And today, if you're here, good night. Good night. Anybody on talk to? We had a few people from talk to uh, listening in. So, all right, we give God all the praise and the glory. I'm gonna get my answer keys when I do these quizzes, so we don't. I, I like having solid answers. So I, I apologize for any mix-ups. I'm just trying to do the best I can with what I have. I'm not in a you know, a teaching environment. And God's letting me see this. I mean, I'm not going to let my stuff be restricted to Internet copies. You have to have your hard books if you're going to teach or do any work online. All right, good night, darlings. We're going to bed, Ben. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.